Minneapolis, 911. What's your emergency? It's another episode of Minneapolis 911. Welcome to today's show with your host, the mayor of Minneapolis After Dark, L.A. Nick. And along with him is beautiful and hilarious co-host, comedian Hesley Ray. They'll be bringing you the 411 and 911 of our beloved city. It's another episode of Minneapolis 911. I'm L.A. Nick with my beautiful and hilarious co-host, Hesley Ray. Hello. So Hi. happy to be back. How are you doing, Hess? I'm good. How are you? Uh, I'm kind of... Are you a little bummed out? I just sucks winters here. Yeah. You know what? It was the first snowfall. It's I'm not, festive. I'm not a fan of the cold. You're not a fan of the cold. You know what? We talked about this earlier. Not you a turn fan. In, like, I feel like you might be a real vampire. You sleep during the day. You're out all night. I'm kind of vampirish. You cannot handle cold cannot or any extreme, cold. No. like cold really, or rain. Cold or hot or rain or I, I well, hit real I, hot. I can't do. Once a spittle, like a spit fleck, went out of my mouth in the studio and it landed on you, and I swear to God, it burned a hole in your skin. Yeah, I'm not a good. Was, I'm not good with the with the. Yeah. With the whole weather thing. You're not good with really moisture or you know, I'm real, daylight. I'm pretty picky. You are quite particular. Yeah, I am. That's a nice way to I say I like it. 72 degrees. Yeah, 72 and cl- even. And cloudy. 72 cloudy yeah. and like dew point of. With no rain. What percentage of dew point would you have? Well, not, that, that's not a factor. But. You know, well, if it's dewy, you might get moisture on you. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not up. The marine layer is long gone Let's before I wake because up. Because there's a lot of stuff going on in our city. God, you don't like the weather. You I, and I don't like what's happening in you downtown don't like what's either. Happening downtown ever. Did you um, did you see this weekend? Can, yes, but before we get into that, can we talk about some positive things? Because like my my whole uh, you know point what I got here, a positive thing. All right, you so tell me. I saw if you walk all the way down Nicolet to the end near the Hyatt. That's thirteenth and Nicolet and there, the Hyatt actually, and the can actually, Park Hyatt you can, uh, ramp there is you, pretty cool. You can actually see what Nicolet Mall is going to look like. The reconstruction project. You can is actually see the finished product though. Real, over but there. you can see the finished product. I know. Yep. They have it's it's there's no it's curbless and it's white concrete. The whole street's bright white concrete, and then they have the sidewalk is all curved, and between the sidewalk and this and the other white concrete is dirt landscaping. It's going to be landscaping, but they have probably grass and some trees. But they have the the sidewalks all curved and it has leaf imprints like they imprinted mm-hmm. leaves throughout the, like stamped it it's beautiful it's going to be pretty nice it is kind but of it did cost 50 million dollars yes but it'll be so worth it when we're hanging you out know, I, I looked i looked at the history of nicolette today and how many times they've redone it the first time it was like uh th- 3.8 million mm-hmm. and then it went to a 10 million dollar makeover and a 25 million dollar makeover. now it's well, a 50 you know. million dollar makeover. <laughs> cost of living inflation everything you know yeah corrupt corruption well, I don't know if I called. Anyway, regardless, you said it was a positive. It is. It looks, it looks, it looks great. Beautiful. Yeah. Do you think that people are actually going to go like hang out in that area? Like, oh, are that, there... yeah. Nicolette Mall's always been the heartbeat of the city. It'll be the heartbeat of the city again. I think it's one reason why we have so many problems going on in Hennepin right now because Nicolette's not open, and you know all the people congregate on Hennepin. And I do remember like the origin of PV Plaza, right? Like that used to be I think PV Plaza is a done a finished thing. Yeah, but it used to be, it used to be a like, big thing. A huge thing yeah. and there would be music there and okay. people would go like <laughs> people okay, I have to stop this for one second and tell you guys what what is happening in the studio because I think that listeners would want to know. So we are in a studio right now, and um, Nick's chair is one of those office chairs that swivel. It has this damn lever on the side. He keeps, like, pulling the lever or something. No, my leg hits it. My leg hits it. Oh, okay. So every one of our shows, he weirdly, like, sinks to the bottom of the floor (laughs) out of nowhere during the middle of one of our talks. It's not that funny. It's so funny to me because I have to keep going with what we're talking about, and I'm going to stop it right now to say that that just happened. You just completely demolished everything I was thinking about with the reconstruction of Nicolette Mall. Because I do that to a lot of floor. people. 
Yeah, and in a weird way, it's like a metaphor for who you are as a being. Like maybe yeah. that's why you got this chair. I confuse you quickly. Yeah, <laughs> it was really confusing. <laughs> I'll confuse you really fast. And I'm not that like I. I guess maybe I'm pretty easily confused. I think I confuse. I think I confuse everybody really fast. Yeah, you do. Yeah. So speaking of which, um, I did want to talk about a few things. Well, I want to talk about the the big. Well, I posted that video that you happened did. on Tuesday. Or, or, or I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday. It happened midday on Hennepin, and a whole bunch of people kicking and beating one man. And I found out he was a sexual predator, a known sexual predator that street justice beat him up. Which okay, wait, me, let's back up because we didn't really have a great segue into this. Okay, what happened? You, I know that you posted that there was a huge. No, fight. no, 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 no. This is a separate. This the fight happened on Friday night. The forty-person fight that two people were shot. That happened on Friday. On Wednesday, I think it was either midday, like one one o'clock in the afternoon. There was a bad beating on Hennepin and and Fifth, okay. where a guy was repeatedly kicked in the head by multiple people, and it's the video is really bad. During uh, the day, yeah, like midday, 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 midweek, Fifth and Hennepin, midday, midweek, right downtown. And he was he was he was a known sexual predator, and he, and street the street justice. People, you know, people in the street, like, oh, we're going to take this guy out. And he's a big dude, but he got what attacked. What do you mean the street justice? Like, you mean, like, regular citizens who are just, like, yeah. we're going to intervene? Yep. And okay. they beat the crap out of him. They, they kicked him so many times in the head. I had they the, kicked the, the sexual predator in the head. Yeah, I have it. Okay. The video was on my Facebook page. I did hide it from my timeline because it's very disturbing. And uh, it's still... Wait, you were there? In the... Oh, no. A oh, friend, okay. friend of mine was there and recorded the whole thing. Okay. But it's brutal. And there's a lot of people involved. There was three arrests. I believe there was three arrests. Um, somebody told me today five people were now arrested. But I only heard three. So... But it was bad. It's very ugly. And, you know, nobody should take the law into their own hands at any time. Somebody has to go to court and trial and be proven guilty before they're sentenced. They were sent. That guy got sentenced on the street. That's not cool. Just Do not- you think that we're at a point, though, where, where people feel like they have to intervene because we have a situation no. where. Listen, a crime. One crime doesn't doesn't make another crime OK. It just doesn't. I mean, so that two guy wrongs got, don't make a right. Right. That guy got kicked in the head. Bad, man. Bad. I'm surprised he's not dead. All right. So And then So what actually happened that created this situation though? Like what did he do? And then what Oh, like, uh, he was he, he has a, he has a sexual predator history and I guess people go, "Hey, there's that guy who's a sexual what? predator." Like just random people on the street in the middle of the day were like, "Hey, there's that guy with a history." Something had to have happened. I, I don't know. I don't know the, the back end of the story. All I know is it broke out quick and it was very, very, very violent. Okay. Now that was during the week, and then Friday we had that huge forty-person fight on third and third and first. Right. Right okay. at the police station. Okay. Uh, so, so this is something that I did want to ask you about because uh, we have gone back and forth with different topics on Sanctuary City. We've like t- talked about Betsy Hodges. We've talked about all of this. Um, well, this fight had nothing to do with Sanctuary City. Sanctuary City is about deportation of illegal right. ci- illegal citizens to the, in America that aren't don't belong here and mm-hmm. don't have citizenship and got here Ill- illegally. They pretty much snuck into the country. And that is something that I wanted to talk to you about later, though, because that part of it, what you said earlier doesn't make a lot of sense. And I don't know that it translates to this particular story with you. No, as this much, story but... has nothing to do with sanctuary cities. Okay, but... let's let's save that for later then. Okay. So But, but we can but talk about up... we can talk about sanctuary cities. We should after but, but, like that should be later. There's though, no because... such thing as sanctuary cities. Okay. Well let that be like a tidbit of going they, they forward. Don't, they don't exist. Let's go back to your melee then. Yeah the melee I mean was MPD didn't even know how to react to forty people fighting. Um I have seen 40 people fighting in downtown Minneapolis multiple times. Uh, Aquatennial. 40 exactly, or really like 42, they, maybe 38. Every news thing saying over 40 people. So, I, you know, who knows? 43. Was there a 43 and a half yeah. a midget? Well, we're going we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna to play a clip right now from WCCO. This is their report on the melee. 
Kim, that shooting happened so close to the first precinct here that officers actually heard the gunshots this morning. That was just a few minutes after one. Then 15 minutes later and a block away, more gunfire. And when it was all said and done, six people were hurt. Medics arrived quickly to help three men and one juvenile male to the hospital. First responders also helped the, the victim in that first shooting. He was shot in the hand and leg outside the first precinct. The sixth victim went to the hospital on his own. Police quickly shut down several blocks of the very busy warehouse district. Hundreds of people were in the streets as the investigation got underway. Officers say they did recover two guns and did make one arrest. Sundays are often the busiest night of the weekend in the warehouse district, and City Councilor Jacob Fry says the violence can't be ignored. And I think collectively, we as a community need to acknowledge it. Uh, you know, we want our streets to be safe for absolutely everybody. Uh, we want people to feel comfortable coming down to our entertainment district downtown. Uh, and that just won't be the case if there's fear of violent crime. Now, Councilman Fry did point out that while he does want to address the violence, the city council can only do so much because the daily operations of the police department are handled by the mayor. We did reach out to the mayor's office and we're told that Betsy Hodges is expected to give a comment a little later today. She gives comments every time this, this happens on a weekly basis and Betsy always does this big anti-crime speech and guess what happens? Absolutely nothing. I I read a zero a, <laughs> zero a happens. By her that said that uh, she was sick of it. The oh, quote yeah. was sick of it. Oh yeah, she's always sick of it. And I think that everyone is sick of it. Uh, however, I mean now now we're sort of highlighting that this is happening in that quadrant. So so the but fourth ward, so always, right? No, third ward. Third, third ward. Yeah. And um, that's Jacob Fry's ward, right? Yeah. It's happening there. That's the energy. But he has district. no power. He has no power to do anything about it. It, but she is does. it their fault? Like, what do you think the solution is? That's what I keep asking. And you, so know, the you know what the solution is? You know say, what the solution is? Prosecute people. Prosecute people. They don't want to because they don't even want to arrest people because they're cooking the books. They're cooking the books. Cooking the books? What does that even mean? Like, who says that in real life? That's they're, like a law and order episode. No, they're so cooking, cooking the books. They're cooking the books on the crime rate. They don't want a high crime rate in Minneapolis, so they cook the books. They don't, they, listen. The, 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 here's a proof. Here's proof. The video I posted on Facebook of the guy getting beat by 20 people. There's a cop car in the background with two cops, and they never even get out of the car. And I well, talked. Maybe they were afraid of. Nope, nope, nope. They only can, they said they only can can get interactive if they get a 911 dispatch dispatching them to that call. That's not even true at all. Well, like, that's that's what they probable, told me. Like what? That's what the cops told they, me. No. Yes, they did. They they're, said they 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 are they're they, cooking your books. No, nope, there's a. I'm telling you, the city's cooking the I books. I really think that if people are kicking other people in the face, watch my like watch the video. Watch the video. Watch the video. There, watch the there's got to be something else going on. Yeah, you want to watch the video? Well, I I would say that you should repost it. We should put it on Minneapolis911.com so people can watch it for themselves. The cop car's right there with cops in it. They don't. They don't. They never get out of the car. They're looking right at it. You're looking at the cop's face in the video as the guy's getting. Were beat. there other cops that were out of the video that were doing anything or no? Like are There's these no cops, cops the waiting video. for for? Because here's the other problem. They get out of the car. What if they didn't have like the correct bulletproof vests on? Like, what if there's they're no worried bullet, about There's being no bullets shot? going on. There's no shootings. It was a beating. That you know of. Like, it was a what beating. if somebody else had a random gun? Like, as a cop these days, I would say, you know what? I'm kind of afraid to get out of my vehicle. And you're kind of trained too to say, I'm going to protect myself, observe, know what's going on in the situations, then intervene when I've got the appropriate. Backup. Well, that's what's you going. Don't that's know that's that. what's going on. They're not. They're not. They don't want to get involved because they don't want to get a, a shoot. They don't want to shoot somebody right? and get, or exactly. get fired and go to jail. And they don't want to get involved because all it's going to do is, is jack them up. They're going to get jacked up. So in this in this story specifically from CBS uh, Minnesota, which is WCCO. Okay, here. Well, hold on. I want you to watch this. Well, I'll I'll, no, I'll, I'll watch, watch it, no. but that's not going to be like good listenership. No. No, but I, I, I want seeing, your re I want your okay. reaction. All right, I'm watching a video which we will post on Minneapolis911.com of during the day, complete daylight, a bunch of people running and kicking 
an individual on the street. It's bad. Um, and this does look really bad. It's bad, man. It's bad. If I were sitting in a cop car, though, but you see, you see the point, cop car in the background? Without knowing the full context of what's going on with that many people, I would stay in my vehicle as well. Minia so, downtown Minneapolis is a war zone. Let's talk about this. We've got some more topics coming up, too, and uh, maybe some solutions with I don't Minneapolis know. 911. I don't know if we got solutions. We'll be right back. Now. Look down the street. It's a car. It's a, it's a truck. No, it's Super Shuttle. Super Shuttle, the blue and yellow vans that pick you up from your office or home. Super Shuttle to the airport, corporate office, or a night on the town. Super Shuttle picks you up and takes you there. No more hassling with luggage or airport parking. Eliminate the expense of taxis, the traffic jam, or that creepy guy on the bus. Call Super Shuttle today. 1-800-BLUE-VAN. That's 1-800-BLUE-VAN. Super Shuttle will pick you up and take you there. On the air with Ricky Rocket. Ricky, you just finished your farewell tour. What's next for the Rocket? The answer is simply. What? Simply self-storage. They've got it all. Both traditional storage for my amps and equipment to climate control to help control extreme temperatures, dust and humidity for my famous guitars. And talk about safety and convenience. Computerized gate access, 24-hour camera surveillance, and on-site staffing. Simply self-storage. Visit them today at simplyss.com. Their boxes. Ooh, you got it, you got it? I got it. I don't got it. Our boxes. <sighs> Perfect. Have reinforced sides and moisture barrier. Simply self-storage. We sell boxes. Find us at simplyss.com. Seven Steakhouse and Sushi Bar, yeah. Open Tables Diner's Choice Award winner, and the top event destination in Minnesota for Fortune 100 companies. Seven offers the freshest seafood and the best beef that only comes from humanely grown boutique ranches. Seven is the premier dining and entertainment venue with a mood to fit every experience. The Steakhouse, the Sushi Bar, the Ultra Lounge, and the gorgeous Sky Bar Rooftop, delivering an awe-inspiring view of Minneapolis. By far the best venue in the city to hear electronic dance music and hip-hop. I got your attention now! Seven has it all. If you want the best, it's Seven Steakhouse and Sushi Bar. And we're back, Minneapolis 911. So we had just left off on that video, which I do, I would urge anyone listening to this uh, to look that up, Minneapolis911.com, LA Nick's page. Um, he will post that. It is very Well, I actually brutal. hid it from my wall because I didn't want kids to see it. It's it is br too It's brutal. a brutal video. Yeah. It's, it's totally despicable. And this is midday. Um, and this happened in what what has been called the sanctuary city. Well, before, I, I, well, I listen, before you go on, I post when I posted the video, I was making a joke saying this is in Betsy Hodge's sanctuary city. Cuz sanctuary to me is a word meaning peaceful, relaxation. Bring us your poor, your right. weak, your and, yeah. and that's yeah. not sanctuary mm -hmm. there. Okay. People yeah, beat right. kicking sanctuary somebody in the head in the midday is not sanctuary. Peaceful, right. great place. Okay. So so speaking of sanctuary city, I didn't know what that that term meant earlier and we learned from a previous episode and you can listen to this to our listeners um go back to last episode episode 30 um is that that the sanctuary city means that if you report a crime or if you're involved in anything where law enforcement or anyone comes up to you they cannot ask about your legal status as a documented citizen correct oh uh, the just as the definition Certain cities, the police department is not allowed to ask that. That is correct. Okay. So, so when I heard then that federal funding would be removed from sanctuary cities like Minneapolis, like San Francisco, Chicago, um, like Chicago, Chicago, the most dangerous city in America. What I heard um, from our mayor Betsy Hodges, which I thought actually made sense, and you don't like this, but no, it's not that I don't like it. It's just she, not true. She was saying, though, in in her interview with uh, NPR that the reason that she stands behind it is because victims of violent crime, if they are undocumented, are less likely to report those crimes if they would be deported or asked. So I'm looking at this from the standpoint of if I'm a mother of children and 
the victim of domestic violence and I'm undocumented, I'm going to be fearful that if I report anything, if I try to go and get help, that I will then put my entire family in jeopardy, right? So so those laws were put in place or those uh, those protections were put in place for people like that so that you would say, hey, I want you to report everything. Only in certain cities. I want you here in Minneapolis. Like, it doesn't matter who you are, if you're documented or not, if you are in fear of your life, if you're fearful for anything, but only you can in certain, come to us. But only in certain cities. Come to us, right? In certain cities. Come certain to cities. us. Right. We will not but, ask but, you let, about let, your let, documentation let, let, because we want to protect the young. We want to protect these families. We want to protect people who are at all victims. But it's a, it's a big farce. Okay. Here's so the facts. Here's the facts. Though, here's the, here's wait, the facts. Before no, we go back to no. before we go back to the facts of that, you had said I'm, and I'm you gonna were re- anti-sanctuary. I'm gonna I'm gonna recant my statements what because because sanctuary cities do not exist okay wait they are a made-up term by far lefts to, to to have a power that doesn't exist let me let me let me let me tell you this this is fact this is a totally complete fact you can you can look it up I any think we're all listening. between 2009 and 2015 obama had deported 2.5 million people out of America. And you know what? From every major city in America, including San Fran, including Chicago, there's there's an ICE officer and multiple ICE officers in what does every ICE stand for? You know what? Vanilla ice? Ice ice baby, too cold. Immigration uh something enforcement. And immigration control and enforcement is with an E, so that has to be something else. Immigration. Oh, good one. What's ice stand for? But that's what I think called. it's ice, ice baby. Too <laughs> cold, be. too cold. That's all I think. I think vanilla ice actually is it. All right, ice so there's course. an ice officer. There's an ice officer. Vanilla Listen, ice officer. Ice, ice, de- ice deports people out of this country from every city ice there is. Ice tea deports people? Whether what? You, whether you consider yourself a sanctuary city or not, people are getting deported out of your city. Period. It's just period. Okay, so what you're saying the whole is. Thing is like, a, the whole thing is a, a made up farce. To give somebody a fake power that doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. Sanctuary cities do not exist. Yes, our local police department will not ask for, for proof of citizenship. But that doesn't mean people aren't getting deported out of your city. It just Immigration mean and custom enforcement. Yeah, there you go. That makes more sense. So that doesn't mean people aren't getting deported out of sanctuary not cities. Not tea or vanilla ice. People are getting deported out of sanctuary cities. It's fact. It's just a fact. Okay, so... But no president in history has deported more people out of America than Obama ever in the history of America. Never. Never, ever, ever. Our discussion right now is twofold. Number one, that you recant that you had anything to say about sanctuary cities previously because now you'd think they don't exist. They don't exist. And number two, why then... Is she fighting for something that doesn't exist? Because you know why? Because they have nothing else. They they have nothing else to grasp onto. The the far left Democrats have nothing else to grasp onto. What did the federal funding go to then? If this is all a f- what what federal fu- federal funding for what? Previously, for there's, sanctuary there's no, cities, there's no there federal was funding federal for, funding. No, no, absolutely not. And that is what she thought she was going to lose. There's no federal funding for for, for no way. Why then did Trump say I'm taking away federal no, funding? No, he's gonna he's gonna stop funding for welfare and all if you don't obey the deportation laws. Okay, but you're saying they already did. No, there's always been deportation. People are not, they're so out in left field. Obama explain de- it to us. I'm then. trying to. You're not listening. I'm trying, but you're there's deportation is never no. Obama started deporting major. He's he deported more people than any president in American history. 2.5 million people since he was elected. That's more what than any president. What a hypocrite, because he wasn't even born in America, right? <laughs> I mean, really. Anyway, let's, this, I'll get all mad about this subject. So we're gonna, I'll I don't want you to get your blood because pressure up. My blood pressure will go up, because it is a made-up thing. There's no such thing as sanctuary cities. People are being deported from every city in this country, period, period. It's been going on for hardcore for the last eight years, but it's always, people have always been deported out of America. It's nothing new. It's not going to stop. The, Trump just said, "If you don't, if you guys don't cooperate with the federal government, we will stop your federal funding." 
period. Well, I think this is like this whole segment that we're doing in this show is a great thing for us to talk about maybe in a future show and devote yeah, the entire we'll show, whole to, show it. to it. The entire show yeah. right will now, be all about sanctuary wanna, cities and what they mean and if they exist and they don't exist. Whatnot. It's a ghost. It's a ghost. They're ghosts. It's a ghost story. And they belong in a sanctuary then. Yeah. Listen. Yes. I want to. Did you see the, the, the daycare story? Okay, this is really disturbing. Like, super <laughs> this, disturbing. This story's whacked, man. All right. It so is whacked. In Minneapolis. I don't even get it. In what you think is an affluent neighborhood in Minneapolis. It's on a lake. On a lake. It, it, that doesn't really matter. I mean, whatever. I looked up there. I there was up, a daycare, right? I, I looked up. And she has five star review. Five star reviews, yeah. like multiple reviews. Yeah, or was lo- there no, one lo- five no, star? lots of them, lots of them. Hanger mom two two seven. Like, I mean, really? Okay, so so this woman. Um, well, actually, we we have a clip. We have a. a all right, let's we, listen let's to the clip, clip first. But yeah. this is horrifying. So please, like, keep your kids and you know oh. everyone safe right now. It's a horrifying thought. But boys expected to be okay after police say his daycare provider tried to hang him. She then took off in her minivan and hit two people, dragging one for blocks. The ordeal ended on the Park Avenue bridge over I-94. That is where citizens and police kept her from jumping. WCCO's Red Chapman has been following this story since this morning, and he joins us now with more on what happened. This is really unbelievable. Yeah, it really is, and there were actually 13 minutes between the time the first 911 call came in to the moment the daycare provider was taken into custody. The time in between, investigators believe the daycare provider dragged a man for blocks after hitting his car and hit a bicyclist. Crime scene tape and flashing lights invaded this uptown neighborhood after police were called to this daycare in the 2700 block of Humboldt Avenue South. Officers were told a 16-month-old boy was found hanging inside the uptown daycare. A parent dropping off their child had removed the same toddler from the scene. Investigators say once the toddler was taken out of harm's way, the daycare provider sped away in her gold minivan. At 9.57, a 911 call came in that there was a hit and run accident at 28th and Grand Avenue South. Police say that minivan was involved in this accident. They say she hit a car and the driver of that car got out to see what was going on only to be hit by the fleeing minivan and dragged for several blocks. At 9:59 hours, a 911 call came in that the same vehicle hit a person on a bicycle at 28th and Park Avenue South. This time she hit a man on his bike. And once again, she kept going. She didn't get far. The daycare provider made it to the Park Avenue bridge and attempted to jump onto I-94 below. There were citizens on the scene holding the suspect down so she could not jump. Minneapolis police arrived shortly after that and joined in the struggle to prevent her from going over the edge onto the freeway. Hennepin County issued the daycare license for Uptown Daycare in 2009 and says there have been no problems here. The daycare provider is being evaluated at a hospital while in police custody. That now is... We're told the driver of that car that was hit is in critical condition. He has some broken bones and abrasions. The bicyclist is kind of beat up. Both men are expected to survive. There were six other children inside that daycare at the time of the incident. None of them, fortunately, were hurt. And the baby. That's an insane story. That, to me, like, as a mother... It's insane. It's any, insanity, anybody, man. yeah. Like, like you I, couldn't make that up. And can you imagine getting up in the morning and, like, getting your kids ready for... You know, the day you're, you're thinking about, like, oh, do, do they have lunches? Like, did they do breakfast? They're dressed. You drive them to daycare. You drop them off at daycare. And this, like, that think, poor little you, boy, you, 16 but, months But what old. do you think happened to her? So this is another thing. Like, I don't know how long she was in operation. Like, well, obviously, she her had license, multiple her license got Her license was in 2006, I think they said. So she's been operating for a long time. Yeah. I I don't know how old this woman is. Did it say that? Because I'm looking at the article right now, and I it doesn't. I not that that even matters. But I feel bad for the guy who she, got dragged a couple blocks. By I her feel minivan. bad for all of them. Can you imagine then too? Like what led up to that? Uh, that like you know what happened? She she hangs a child, and the, I'm assuming the other children are there watching. Think she got possessed? I don't think that she got possessed i think that what happened is something like either something had been happening for a long time in that house so you don't believe in possessions no do you i don't know i think i do well that's a like maybe halloween episode i've for met next some year. demonic people man this sounds demonic 
We should talk about this, and we've got Minneapolis police scanner calls coming up too, um, and we will come back after this break. But I want to talk about this some more. So Minneapolis we'll 911. You want great hair? Join the evolution. Evolution Salon, the Twin Cities only Lanza Concept Salon. You want great hair? Join the evolution. Evolution Salon has everyday styles, event cuts, color, foils, makeup services, hip, cool, and oh, so stylish. Delivered by the area's top hairstylists that will make you look like a runway model. Finish off the look with great products exclusively from Lanza. You want great hair? Join the evolution. And experience hair culture at Lynn Lake in South Minneapolis. Wow, Betty, your remodel looks great. The dining room floor, the gorgeous plush carpet in the living room. Oh, and those kitchen counters are so perfect. I'm so jealous. I want this in my house. Linda, you can. It's easy. I just called Cap Carpet and Flooring and got a free in-home estimate. Then took my ideas to the showroom and Cap's excellent design staff went to work, helping me pick out the perfect style, fabrics, and colors. They really made my ideas come to life. At Cap Carpet and Flooring, we listen to your ideas. And from design concept to Cap's professional installation, Cap makes it easy for your design vision to come to life. Whether it's a remodel or a new home design, Cap helps our customers find the best products for their lifestyle. Hey, Linda, where are you off to? Well, I'm off to Cap Flooring and Carpet. I got great ideas for my guest room. Hey, wait for me. Cap Carpet and Flooring in New Brighton. Stop in or call for an appointment today. 651-636-2617. 651-636-2617. Cap Carpet and Flooring, where design becomes you. Gotta move. We sell moving supplies to help it go smoother. Simply Self Storage. We sell boxes and packing supplies. Find us at simplyss.com. And we're back, Minneapolis 911. And we are here. Yeah. So that last story was terrifying. I just don't, I just, I can't even comprehend. Like, did she just lose her mind and just go berserk? Do and, you feel but like. Why would you hang a little tiny baby? Yeah, I mean, if if you did, like, actually crack, lose your mind, wouldn't you just, like, go and kill yourself? I mean, wouldn't you just run and, like, kill yourself? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not crazy. I, I just, I feel like, like I don't know what probably you something is bothering me that maybe, like, she she had a problem for a while and those kids were suffering for a little while. I, I'm interested to hear. You know, I, I've, had, I've had a couple friends have problems with daycare and... I actually had a friend, their child got hurt at a daycare, and the daycare lied and never said anything. And then they took their kid home, and their kid was hurt, and they took it to a hospital. And, they, and the hospital people blamed the parents, and they mm-hmm. lost their kid for six months because the daycare never told them. Then the daycare came forward and said, oh, yeah, we had an autistic kid here who threw your kid across the room or whatever. Something happened to the kid. I... So a lot of this happens a lot. The problem is that child services will always be against the parents. If your child gets hurt. I here's here's my thought on all of this is like I grew up in a home daycare. My mother did home daycare just so she could stay home with Oh, her so you own know children. firsthand. And I know firsthand that my mother was very loving and kind and I like all of But all a lot of, of people aren't our kid like all of the kids at the daycare got treated equally the same way that my siblings and I were treated and and I, that I have a very good experience growing up then later than that, like I, I I've seen firsthand a lot of great home daycares, so I don't want to put them all under the bus. However, home daycares don't have the regulations always that other places do. And often, if they're not licensed and not um, held up to the same standards that other places are, then they can get away with things because, like, maybe they're charging slightly less. I think they should be very well vetted and checked out. Yes, Thoroughly, and mentally open evaluated door policy. Like any time you want to come in, you should be able to come in. And I would say now in our like day and age, they should have video cameras that any parent could. Why don't they? Like key into at any time. Why don't they? If I put my children in a home daycare right now, I would demand I that think, I could always like go over IP address. I agree. And look I think ev- I think every t- every day you can review the whole day. The entire and then, day. And then two every day, room. And then it, yep. in, in 48 hours, it gets deleted. 
so they can they can keep doing. Uh, I, I don't I, know. I, mean, I I always wondered why they never did the same thing with airplanes. Why why doesn't the FAA have every flight videotaped and then if nothing happens they delete it? Well, you don't always know within forty eight hours. I would say six months. Like yeah. who knows? Like, That's I a would lot. Say six they're talking months. a lot of data being stored. Yeah, but we've got the cloud now and everything, so yeah. We're well, fine. I think they something should be done. I agree. And so, like, I was. I've been hearing a lot of daycare stories lately. For parents, negative. If you're doing a home daycare, I think it's good. I think that there are a lot of great home daycares. I think that it can be cost saving. And I think in a a lot of cases, it's like having your child within your own warm home. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's better than an institution in in some cases. Probably learn more. And maybe more. Yeah, exactly. However,. Make sure that they've got the backups. So video cameras, you know, like that you can key into at any time that you want. Because you cannot, like you, like obviously this story is perfect. You cannot always anticipate that, that it's going the right, the right way. And, yeah, the pro- here's the and pro- here's the pro- having the video camera on would keep the people honest. Here's the, pro- here's the problem I have, especially with right now in, in cities like Minneapolis in America is how many people are actual drug users. So you think that this daycare provider maybe was on drugs? Who kn- I mean, come on. She did some pretty rash. She either is on drugs or she had a mental complete like meltdown. A huge, like, and I'm not going to make light. Like, I'm, I don't want to make light of this. But do you remember that Simpsons episode where Marge Simpson, like, drove to the middle of the bridge and she had a breakdown and, like, all of the police officers behind her and she just, like, lost her shit. No, I didn't And see Homer Simpson had to come up and talk her out of it on the loudspeaker and she had all the kids in the car and everything. No? That was all just right, well. Anyway, it's a Simpsons episode. Anyway, we have, Look to, it up. we have to go to our 911 call. So let's do that. Yeah, let's listen to some 911 calls. Sixty-seven twelve, Limerick Lane. We for an auto theft. I've been reporting his son stole a vehicle over an hour ago. He was intoxicated and suicidal at the time. Right at the stole it was Arthur Marble. We do have promise alert on him that he is suicidal. Specifically mentioned suicide by cop and also a heroin user. I uh, said last they talked to him, he had indicated he was possibly going towards Wisconsin. I hear this suicidal intoxicated every hour on the hour and it's all heroin that's a frequent heroin user and uh they're all suicidal and you know what's weird is i always thought intoxicated meant like strictly booze not anymore so now you hear intoxicated and it's heroin or like crack or whatever that's just meth or anything just intoxicated people people don't realize i just always think like oh people people really don't realize how much heroin is in Minneapolis. They just don't get it. They don't get how many overdoses we have on a weekly basis in the city of Minneapolis. It's an epidemic. Can I ask you a question then, too? Like, so epidemic, so, and like, obviously the people on the street, like, you'd be like, well, but you're saying, like, professional people who go to work on time, Here, here's a, here's they're a, here's, functional. Here's a fact. Here's a fact. We Fun lo- fact or just a fact? A fact. fact. Okay. We lost more people to heroin this year in America than car accidents. Okay. Cars has always been number one killer in America. Are they still like shooting up like yeah, through their of course, veins? Of course. Let's go back to another one, Carlson. All right. She started an ambulance to station eight. At twenty eight, we had a still alarm one down in front of the station. Dispatch, Agent Eight. This is an overdose. Start PD. Proceed. It looks like there's a call already in pending for PD and EMS. I'll go ahead and get them combined. They're en route. And just re-airing uh, engine. So there's four ODs just today. That's all from today. Okay. One so, day. And that's just that's just listening to the scanner for like a half an hour. 
we have a heroin epidemic, and nobody nobody cares. They just don't well, care. I care. But I'm no, just... but the, but there's no there's no preventive. There's no program. There's it's not it's not working. I just feel what, like I mean, are are we supposed to be look, looking for needles? I'm just imagining like track marks. Well, did you see? How are they hiding it? We, what is going on? Well, we did the story. That, didn't we? Didn't we talk about the 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 the, the clinics or ODing people last yes, week? Yes, so, except those are pills and like the. Right, but, but no, but it's the, the the programs aren't working here. We're, it's just not working. It's just not working. We got to right. stop the heroin from coming here. Okay, but. Okay, yes, but then also, like, it's here right now. So what are we looking for as a society? Because I have no idea. I mean, drugs, like, I'm telling you, drugs will destroy any everybody's life. Okay, but what, like, symptoms are you supposed to be looking for if they're functional, going well, to work you, on time, like? Oh, you, 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 I, I mean, I, I know people that I know that don't know that I know that they're heroin users. How, what, how do you know, then? Well, if, you, if you, people nod now while you're talking to them, uh, like falling asleep, yeah, nodding out. Yeah. Well, th- yeah, that seems kind of weird. But it happens. I know. I know multiple people who nod out while you're talking to them. Okay. Because <laughs> they're right. on heroin. So that's or, one thing. Or they're disconnected, and you don't. They're they're like your good friend, and you don't see them for three or four days, and they don't respond to anything. Okay. Because they're doing drugs. All right. Uh, the people who make up a lot of excuses. The, you know, oh, I had to go do. You know, all, constant excuses for not being responsible. Okay. Because uh, they're on drugs. Uh, you know. There's a, there's, I, there's a lot of people but, on drugs, But man. you had told me that, that like, there was that one girl who was, like, a server or something. Yeah, yeah. And you, you ne- never suspected nope, that. I never suspected her. She OD'd on heroin, man. She was a straight-laced girl you would never think to be on drugs. So so speaking of that, then, heroin like, t- what hits are everybody. we looking for? It's hard to You're, find. Mm-hmm. Heroin hits everybody, man. Right. That's why it's so dangerous. So should I be, like, looking through people's purses and backpacks no, and stuff? No. Let's All go right. to another next call. This All is an right. interesting call. This one's interesting. Rescue 1, 2525, squad to back, on a medical, 7438, Nicolette. Female, I'm not many all day. Feels like she has a fever. Fever. Her husband is DK and does not want her to see a doctor. She's very afraid that he will be mad at her. 7438, Nicolette. She'll be hiding downstairs. So that's what? a crazy call. So she's dying, and she's afraid she's her husband will be mad. She's vomiting. If, if she sees a doctor. Why doesn't he want her to see a well, doctor? Well, I only can think of two things. Either he's a complete control freak, and he, or there are some people who don't believe in doctors, the religious stuff. And you're not allowed to see medical. You're not allowed to have medical attention. I've seen it before where parents won't let their kids take right. their kids to the doctor. There were some cases that were prosecuted that the parents wouldn't let their kids go to a doctor and the kid died. So she said she'd be hiding downstairs. Yeah, she's hiding in the come. basement oh and calling 911. So either he's very abusive or he doesn't want... It, might, I... it, could, be a, it could be a religious thing, though. It could be a religious Either thing. way, that sounds crazy. Okay. So we're going to come back after this break with our fun facts no, and I more actually topics. Have, I actually have a story we'll talk about. we've got more topics yeah. and fun facts and everything. So please stay tuned. We'll be right we back. A, I don't know if we have a fun fact today. Nine, one, one. I only got one earphone. Forty years ago, owner Gene Dubois and his friends sat on his granny's front porch step and discussed cars. Matchbox cars. This one? No, not that one. Look under here. That's damaged. This one instead. Cool. No one else would have seen that. Yeah, this one is perfect. And 40 years later, they're still discussing cars. Only now, the cars have grown a little. This one? No, not that one. Look under here. That's damaged. See? This one instead. Cool. No one else would have seen that. And this one? Yeah, that one's perfect. How about this one? Fact is, anyone can sell cars, but to sell quality, inspected cars, you have to know what a quality, dependable car looks like. And when you've got Gene and his team and all that experience, you can't help but win. Star Auto and Truck Sales not only sells you the car, you also get friendly customer service and no hassle shopping. And because these are hand-picked quality, mechanically fit cars and trucks, just like on Granny's porch 40 years ago, you get honest value. Something hard to find in today's world. Star Auto and Truck Sales at StarAutoAndTruck.com choice. That's Bank Restaurant in downtown Minneapolis. 
Housed in a beautifully restored circa 1900 bank building, it's the perfect place for a casual breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Featuring modern American dining, where fresh local ingredients combine with a historic yet revitalized setting for a truly unique dining experience. A four-star surrounding with a casual price. Whether it's a power lunch, lunch with your girls, or romantic dinner, Bank Restaurant is a lively and effervescent new way to dine at 88 South 6th Street in downtown Minneapolis where four stars meets casual dining. Their boxes. Ooh, you got it, you got it? I got it. I don't got it. Our boxes. <sighs> Perfect. Have reinforced sides and moisture barrier. Simply self-storage. We sell boxes. Find us at simplyss.com. Find out how to get rest of month free. Simply self-storage. You definitely chose the right place. And we're back, Minneapolis 911. You are LA Nick, and I'm Hesley Ray. And, and it's we're time excited. for my it's time for my weekly fun fact. I had a song ready, but this That's is better. That's a fact. That's a fact. So I don't know if you if you've been keeping track of the of the uh, Mary Tyler Moore house. Oh my God! Okay, so this house is right by my kid's school. It's a nice house. It's beautiful. Have you seen inside? And I have not been inside of it, but we drive by there. Like almost every day, and I lurk outside of there, and I've taken pictures. I'm like a weird fan that so have right, seen, right, I've seen every Mary Tyler Moore ever. Right, right now, if you go to the Minneapolis St. Paul Business Journal website, they have uh-huh. a whole story on the on that house. The price oh dropped a million dollars. <gasps> oh, I want that house so much. So it's right my now, dream. it's up for sale for one point six nine million. Do you think I could do a GoFundMe, and then people would just like let me live there? But it went down a million dollars for what it was on the market for four years ago. A yeah. million. That's a big it's price a drop. Beautiful property. But you know what? It's probably got crazy property tax. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it does. But people yeah, are, people are paying like thirty thousand dollars, fifty thousand dollars a year property tax. That's crazy. You're gonna make it after all. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> I am excited about that. So I, Minneapolis fun fact. Yeah. Go look at the Mary Tyler Moore yeah, house. Yeah, go on Minneapolis St. Paul Business area. Journal web, uh, website, and you'll see they have a slideshow of all the inside the house. You will see me in my crappy uh, 2002 Cavalier outside <laughs> stalking it. Stalking it. Um, I, I, I will re- be there. I want, yeah. I want to t- move on to a story that was on the front page of Star Tribune today. I want to hear you move on to this about story. It, it's titled, Too Many Too Many Taking a Risky Ride, about fake Uber cars in Minneapolis. What? Yes. There's lots of them, and they're telling people, hey, I'm an Uber, I'm Uber, holding up signs, Uber. And people driving cars and say, we'll give you half off if you pay cash. Yeah, but like if you get Uber, you know that it's an app on your phone, and they like I know, but they're doing it over your if phone. You, if, and... you, if you read this, it's a it's a huge story in the Star Tribune. That's so dumb. It's Anyone a... who actually uses Uber would not fall for that ever. It's so it's a major story. You're got major that drunkies Two full are page. out there in nope, the middle of nope. the night. They're doing concerts. There was over over fifty cars at a concert at Target Center that said they were Uber that weren't. Okay. And, and, and here's, 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 here's according to the story of the Star Tribune, Uber is not very well regulated by the city. As, <laughs> as much tax as taxi cabs are. Taxi You're cabs right. are very regulated. Uber's not. Uber is very regulated if you not use by, their system. Not by the city, though. Not by the city at all, but it shouldn't have to be. Listen, a lot of cities are making Uber illegal. Pennsylvania has made them illegal. There's a, there's I feel not... like let's blame the consumer on this one because if you are an Uber user, which I am, which you are, okay. you know that it has to be done through your phone. You can map them. It's all GPS. Like, like you pay through your phone. Like everything is done through that. If somebody pulls up and they're like, hey, Uber, you would say, okay, I'm going to look on my phone. I see their license plate number on here does not match the car that's in front but of me. The, I'm not going to get into this vehicle. These are people who didn't call. They didn't do the app for it. They just walked out. And there was an Uber go. We're Uber. Ugh, but then the, you're dumb. But you're if, a dumb but person. Even, like, even legit, that's not an Uber. Even people who did it through the app, there's been multiple sexual assaults and rapes in the city of Minneapolis for Uber. But the that is Tribune, regulated the Tribune mentions them. through technology. So you would know the license plate. You would know the Uber driver. So if they assaulted you, you but have everything tracked. Still happening. Yeah, except the consumer is at fault there. Like, I'm never going to walk but out on the street. you never heard of a cab driver, a regular cab. Assaulting anyone? I haven't. <laughs> yes, you have. No, I hear people assaulting oh my cab God. drivers. Let me just Google this right now. Cab driver <laughs> assaults person. 100 billion hits. Like, in in yes, Minneapolis? 
Yes, all over. I don't know. Most of our cab drivers are Somalians. They're pretty peaceful, man. Okay, I would say this. Number one, the city shouldn't have to regulate. I like regular cabs. Uber driver. Uber is a is a company. This is like exactly as if I said, you know what? People are saying they're tell- selling something from Target, and they're putting up a sign that says Target and selling things to people and then assaulting them. And people walked up to their little shack, and it said Target out front. The city should regulate Target more. Hey, you think I can no. go? Think I could buy a shed at Home Depot and put Target? Whoa, 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 yeah, but we're gonna name stuff? it. Um, what, what, were, what was our <laughs> the business? Short house. Oh, the short house. We're gonna yeah. Listen to a previous episode. We're gonna do the short house outside of the U.S. Bank. Well, it was because the long yeah. the the, and it, the Vikings opened up the long house right, on the property of the, the stadium, house. and they cut out every bar in the city. Regardless, I feel like like as a consumer, you need to be educated. You need to, and then also, especially if you're getting into a vehicle. It, you have to do your own due that's diligence. That's why I have our producer, Robert, drive me home. Yeah, that's probably smart, but I don't completely I don't want to trust be... him. Is the city regulating him? I don't want to get assaulted. I don't want you to get assaulted, but I don't trust him completely. I don't either. I mean... He's pretty sketchy. <laughs> He's a little sketchy. Yeah. Let's move on to... He texted me like 4 in the morning I, a couple I, times. I really so. feel like, okay, Uber is a great company. I use them all the time when I've had a couple, you know, and... It's a great way to get up. You know like, what? You know, I, I, to get I've, home safely. I've, I've used them and had success, and I've used yeah. them and they and they were horrible. I've used them in a lot of cities around America. I've used um, them. The last time I got an Uber, no kidding, I got in the guy's car. Totally smelled like somebody just smoked a hundred joints in it of weed, and probably one of your friends. And again, not my friends. And he had really disagree. loud. Rap music playing at a very high rap volume. Rap music in a weed car? At a very high level of volume that I wasn't well, pleasant. Hopefully you I wasn't okay with. I wasn't okay with then. it. Like, I don't want all that banging stuff in my car. The whole point is the city should was Uber. That was Uber. regulate companies to that end, and the consumers should be educated themselves. You know, so, where, you know where you live, right? I do. You live in Minneapolis. Yes. They regulate everything. Well, regardless, <laughs> regardless. What city do you think you live in? This is the most regulatory city in America. I don't think that they should regulate Uber more. You know how many, you know how many divisions of regulation you have. You have city, city council, the downtown council, every neighborhood organization. They regulate everything, everything. And I don't want them to get to my Uber. They're gonna. That's the one last thing I have. They're gonna you get know? to it. Like, yeah, me. but really, I they're mean, even regulate, they're even regulating our show. Some guy like standing outside with a sign that says Uber. Is like if I got into that vehicle and then I like had a complaint about it, I'm an idiot. Well, I, I encourage everyone Me. to go to Star Tribune's website and read the story. Too many ri- taking risky ride. Read the story. It's a very long story, but it's very and it highlights how many stupid people we have. It's re- well, no, it highlights, it highlights and in no, it highlights how many scammers are out there. So read it, read it, and you'll learn something. Read you, it and then don't be an idiot. Huh? Right? It's a lot of basically. A lot of, it's a lot of people that aren't that you know as intelligent as me and I don't even put well, myself no, as no, that like high. You know what it is? They, they don't s- get into a car that somebody's holding they up a say, sign. They say they're taking advantage of people that are under desperation for a ride. Yeah, okay. Well, then don't let yourself get desperate. And you know, That's you a know one what? woman you know, to how about, how the rest about, of the women How about all these black town cars that are unmarked go, oh, want a ride, want a ride? Do you ever oh, see I them? Oh, I totally get in those, though. You do? Well, that's fancy. I never get in those. <laughs> so fancy. I boycott those cars all the way. They're yeah. unmarked. You don't know who they are. They're just a, a town car just pulls up. Hey, I'll give you one ride. I'm like, uh, no, I'm it's good. It's a town car, though. Obviously, it's legit. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> all right. I'm going to move on to our next topic here. You already did your fun fact. And you've got more things going on in the city. So we've got like our, I mean, not only in the city, but we've got our own stuff happening, too. I did kind of want to talk about my Tuesday night comedy show for a moment, if I could. If I could, like, no. like eat, like <laughs> sort of, sl- like, slip that in there. Yeah, it's a great um, show. It's, do, a, it's free, too. It's a free show. Totally um, free. I will say we do it on the third Tuesday of every month. See, we've got gets, Letterman, that, Conan, that, that like, gets professional confusing comedians. to me. The third Tuesday of every month. Yeah, it gets you confusing. You can't count Tuesdays. Yeah, you really can't. My children can. Do you know? Do you, you know what? So Thanksgiving is the last Thursday of every month. No, it's not. Of of every th- November. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. How much you want to bet? The last Thursday of every November is Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, but no, no. They changed yes. it. No, no. I'll Who's re- the pilgrims changed nope, nope. it? They came uh, back Frank, to life? Frank, I think Franklin Roosevelt did. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you right now. It, okay, please do. I'm going I'm to. I'm dying gonna, to I'm hear gonna prove what you wrong. you're gonna. We're gonna stay on the air until you know I what? find I this. I will wait. Does anyone else agree with me in this room that it's the last Thursday of every November? Okay, well. I'm or gonna... in the world, like, isn't that just a normal thing? Hold you're on. disagreeing with me on that? Yeah, I am. Really, of all things. Like, I know we fight about everything, but really this? Yeah. Like, this is the thing that you're going to put your heels in the stand, stand for. Yeah. If you're wrong, no one else will take anything else. Okay. We're going like, to sta stay on it so I find the oh, so, oh so my I God. prove you wrong. Did you know that um, turkey was not always the bird of choice at Thanksgiving meals back in the day? Okay, so hold on. It used to be turducken. It was not. Yep. Back in 1942. I'm staying on this. I'm going to prove oh my, my point. Oh, my God. This is really I'll, I'll have dead air for 20 every... minutes. I, no one wants dead air ever. Okay. No, I'm saying, ever. Okay, hold on. Right here. So, so the, I, I was re doing a little homework on what Black Friday is. Oh, my gosh. So, and, oh. and, and I wanted to know what Black Friday was. Like, wh why is it called Black Friday? Uh-huh. Right? Well, no one cares. So, please continue. But no, I want to. I want to find this. Oh my God! Oh my God. This gonna, is okay. the most terrifying I, thing that's ever happened. Oh, can when we, we go come to break back, and come right back? We're gonna go to break and come right back. I'm gonna prove my point. We're gonna prove that he's wrong about everything. This and more with Minneapolis 911. Wow, Betty, your remodel looks great. Dining room floor, the gorgeous plush carpet in the living room. Oh, and those kitchen counters are so perfect. I'm so jealous. I want this in my house. Linda, you can. It's easy. I just called Cap Carpet and Flooring and got a free in-home estimate. Then took my ideas to the showroom and Cap's excellent design staff went to work, helping me pick out the perfect style, fabrics, and colors. They really made my ideas come to life. At Cap Carpet and Flooring, we listen to your ideas. And from design concept to Cap's professional installation, Cap makes it easy for your design vision to come to life. Whether it's a remodel or a new home design, Cap helps our customers find the best products for their lifestyle. Hey, Linda, where are you off to? Oh, I'm off to Cap Flooring and Carpet. I got great ideas for my guest room. Hey, wait for me. Cap Carpet and Flooring in New Brighton. Stop in or call for an appointment today. 651-636-2617. 651-636-2617. Cap Carpet and Flooring, where design becomes you. And we're back with Minneapolis 911. I'm Hesley Ray with LA Nick, and we are in a hot debate right now over Thanksgiving. Okay, so it's the fourth Thursday of November, right? Which is the last Thursday of November. There are four weeks in a month. No, every couple of years, there's one extra one. In like in a different month, it doesn't matter. It's always the fourth Thursday. Always, but not the last Thursday. Let me read you this. It has been celebrated as a federal holiday every year since 1863 when during the American Civil War, President Abraham Lincoln proclaimed a national day of Thanksgiving and praised to our benef beneficent, beneficent, I don't know, father who dwelleth in the heavens to be celebrated on the last Thursday in November, which is the fourth Thursday in November, always the end. God bless you, America. Well, I, re I, I, can't, I can't find it, but I was reading something. You can't find it because it's false. No, it's not. I was reading something today that a president changed the date at one time. No. Yes. I'm the telling you. The answer is no. Well. L.A. Nick. I read it today. I hope to God. And I wasn't. Our next episode. On drugs. You come back and redact what you said this time. I'm you not. redacted about sanctuary So there's, nev there's never a fifth. There's never a fifth, a fifth Thursday in November. Never. Ne not even leap year. Never. There's only four never. Thursdays the yes. whole month. Always. 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 Redact it now, or you're gonna have to redact it next week. It's up to you. Not rejecting it. <laughs> I read it today. I forget the president's name who changed it. Well, it was probably Trump. Maybe he did. No, and I just didn't it was. See all, it it was happened a long time ago. I can't believe right. I can't find it. It's making me okay, mad. Okay, well, we're doing other things. So, like, uh, uh, addition to this podcast, you're still doing your drumming. I'm doing my Tuesday night comedy show, and um, just a little like teaser. There may be an epic New Year's Eve special at the VFW in Uptown. 
I can't say a whole lot about it right now, but I did just find out tonight while we were on the air that we got locked in for our time. Cool. So um, that's something that Robert I'm, W. Morgan and I will be working on. I'm in a new movie, too. And you're in a new movie. Tell yeah. us about that. You were, like, shooting scenes today and stuff. Uh, I was shooting scenes this weekend in a courthouse. It's funny because the, the I, oh. they— Wait, was it, like, your court date today or you're actually—oh, <laughs> okay. All right. We were shooting scenes in a courtroom, and we had to go to Shakopee to use the courtroom because Shakopee. Minneapolis wouldn't let the film crews shoot in the courtroom here, which I thought was interesting. Um, I don't think it's that interesting if they knew that you were involved. Like, they, didn't, they didn't know I was involved. Oh, okay. No, that's it. They would never let me in the courtroom. No, they don't let you like barely walk around anymore. Yeah, they yeah. do. I got a short leash. You're on a short leash What's by city? Betsy. Yeah. yeah. Betsy's a... Uh, she's, she's, uh, she's got you uh, <laughs> under she's her got, thumb. She's got nothing on me. She's got, well, you're squeaky clean. She's You've got, got that. Yeah, you don't do nothing. drugs. Well, anyway, we've got a lot of shows, too, by the way. So listen to our Yeah, go, go to Minneapolis911.com backslash podcast. This is the first episode? Yep, 35, 31 oh episodes. Oh, my gosh, we're old. And you can go to my website, mayorofminneapolis.com, and check out my video page. I got some pretty funny videos. We've got so many, many more things coming up. So please stay tuned. We appreciate you guys. We do this because we love Minneapolis. We love you guys. Let's keep it going. See you next week. We'll be back. You have been listening to Minneapolis 911 with L.A. Nick and Hesley Ray. Join us and download a new show every Wednesday at 9 a.m. on the Tom Bernard Network and at Minneapolis911.com. For further information on today's and past shows, log on to Minneapolis911.com. Minneapolis 911 post production provided by Zachariah Putney. This show is a Robert W. Morgan production. I'm Casey Moo. Thank you for listening to Minneapolis 911.